This is Anything and Everything with LM, the first non-corny middle school podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about my Wingfeather Saga fanfiction. I actually entered this story in for the recent writing contest, which I didn't win, but I wanted to talk about my story anyways. And if you're listening, congratulations to whoever did win. Good job! There were tons of entries and they picked you. Now, let's get started. Just kidding! Shoutouts first. First, another shout-out to Mr. Mario Jose, who says, So good. Hey, I love your podcast, and would like you to do more Keeper of the Lost Cities. Thank you, Mr. Mario Jose. More Keeper content coming soon. Next, a shout-out to a person whose nickname was a bunch of letters. They said, This is my favorite. Best podcast ever. I try to listen to this all the time. Keep doing this. Thanks, person whose nickname was a bunch of letters. That's a very kind review. Lastly, a shout out to Alexander Starr, who said, Are you on Team Keefe? If so, I am too. Anyway, can you please shout, shout out to me? My name is Alex. Here's your shout out, Alex. Thanks for the review. And yes, I am on Team Keefe. But I have nothing against people who are on Team Fitz, because I know some very nice people on Team Fitz. Shout out to my friend, Charlie Grace. Also, a quick note. I am working on a No Way Home trailer breakdown for two weeks from now. So if you want to send me a voice message where you talk about your theories or a review where you talk about your theories, um, that'd be great. Thanks. Now for real, on with the show. Now, on with the show. So if you haven't read the whole Wing Feather Saga series yet, stop here because there are some major spoilers at the beginning and I don't want to ruin the experience for you since the books are incredible and not books you want to be spoiled for you. My friend got them spoiled for her, and she was crushed, so don't say I didn't warn you. If you have read the whole series, please listen on as I tell you the story of Lilia and the Dragon, an original Wingfeather Saga story written by me, Ella M. Lilia and the Dragon A hundred years before the brave Janner Wingfeather sacrificed himself for the good of Anira, there was a girl named Lilia. Lilia lived in a tiny fishing village a hundred miles up the coast of the Green Hollows. It was a very traditional village where the men did the work and the women cooked and cleaned, and most were satisfied with this lifestyle, but not Lilia. She wanted more. It's not fair, she told her younger sister Maylia as she fumbled with the loom. Calm down, Lilia. This is how it was meant to be. Maylie said. Lilia sighed. I need a break, she said, and she ran out of the tiny cottage before anyone could stop her. She walked up the lane to the sunny meadow she explored when she needed a moment to herself. It was a nice, beautiful, quiet place that no one ever went to. Well, usually no one went to it. Today, Lilia heard a beautiful song coming from the river. Since Lilia was a curious girl, she followed the noise. It led her to a hill that overlooked the deep lake that connected to the river. Some said it was 20 feet deep. Others said it was 50. At first, Lilia couldn't see anything. But eventually, she saw something shiny, swimming in the deep. Dragons, she realized. Most people would have run back, but not Lilia. She stood, frozen in awe and wonder. Eventually, the shiny dragon poked its beautiful head up and looked straight at her. Lilia gasped. Would it hurt her? No. It was just as curious as she was. She waved, then cringed. 
The dragon wouldn't respond. She was going crazy. Even as she thought this, she heard a voice in her head. A girl's voice. Help me, the voice said. Did you just talk? Lilia whispered, her voice very barely audible. The dragon nodded. Help me, the voice in Lilia's head said again. I was taken. I need to get home. But I'm just a girl. Yes, but you're strong. I need someone like you if you, I ever want to see my family again. Lilia sighed. What can I do? She asked. Come back tomorrow with a rope, a tarp, and a fishing boat. I'll tell you what to do from there, the dragon instructed. Wait, what's your name? Lilia asked. The dragon thought for a minute. Echo. My name is Echo. Even though Lilia made her way inside as quietly as possible, her mother still caught her in the act. After a very long lecture about accountability, Lilia walked over to her best friend Marianne's house. Marianne and Lilia were opposites in almost every way. Marianne followed the rules to a T. Marianne did well in school and never ditched. She was good at keeping secrets, though, and Lilia definitely needed someone to talk about this dragon. What's up? Marianne asked when she opened the door. Mom and Magdalene are at the market like now, so you can tell me. I found a dragon. I'm helping it escape tomorrow, Lilia explained. Marianne stared. I leave you alone for an hour and you're already participating in illegal activity, she said. Dragons were the bane of her village existence. They stole fish right from the fishermen's nests. Technically, it's not illegal, Lilia pointed out. Marianne sighed. What do you need? Oh, your dad's old fishing boat? Lilia asked. Marianne went pale. Her dad had perished in a fire two years earlier. That boat had been his pride and joy. I wouldn't ask if it wasn't important, Lilia said. Fine, but if there's so much as a scratch on it, I'm telling the watchman you stole it, Marianne said. Deal, Lilia said. They shook on it, and Lilia left. She made her way to the market and bought the rope and a tarp. She was so distracted she bumped into a man on her way back to the cottage. Sorry, she mumbled as she made her way back to her house. It's okay, lass, the man said. Lilia froze. She knew that voice. She turned. Standing right in front of her was Glenn Helmer, a fourth-generation dragon hunter. He came to the village whenever another fish was stolen. He didn't usually catch anything, but when he did, they were dead in ten seconds. She gasped and ran for it. She wasn't good at being so subtle. She needed to free Echo, and soon. The following day, Lilia woke up at dawn and ran as fast as she could to the meadow. Echo, we have to go now, she screamed. Echo swam to the shore. Okay, wrap me up in the tarp like you would a dead dragon, but leave an air hole, Echo instructed. Lilia quickly obeyed. Now drag me to the boat. If anyone asks, you kill me and you're laying me to rest. Lilia ran through the town to where Marianne had docked the boat. She hopped on, raised the sail, and grabbed a paddle. Everything was going smoothly so far. There! Someone yelled from behind. Lilia turned around. Mary, Anne, and three dragon hunters were in hot pursuit. Echo! Lilia said, panicking. Unt untie me quick, she transmitted. Lilia worked as fast as she could. She would have to yell at Mary Anne later. When Lilia finished, Echo drove into the water. The hunters were gaining. Climb on! She called. Lilia dropped onto the dragon's back. There was no turning back now. Scrian historians never figured out if this mixed-up story were 
that Helmers passed down from generation to generation was fact or fiction. However, King Kalmar of Anira, the grandson of Podohelmer, still tells this story to any Aniran child who will listen. Some swear they've seen the girl who disappeared from the small village of Drakatin riding on the backs of dragons into the sunset. Alright everyone, thanks for bearing with me as I read my story. I know that I fumbled through some of the lines, so I'm sorry about that. And thank you to Andrew Peterson, who wrote these amazing stories. He deserves a lot more credit than he gets. Bye for now. See you guys next week.